baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor, bringing you the show behind the scenes, The Edge, on a, what is it, Wednesday? It is a rainy Wednesday, uh, July 11th. Um, Yes, um, here we are. Uh, This is uh, hump day, as we refer to it. And it's a Wednesday. It's a rainy Wednesday. I want to be home in bed. I think everybody listening probably wants to be home in bed. But we're here to entertain, enlighten, possibly enrage, and uh, we'll just hope you don't turn off. We're going to entertain you anyway. We just hope you don't turn off your radio for the next hour. No, we we got some good stuff for you, as only we do. We're brought to you, as always, by the Stability Man, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, Mm -hmm. North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, folks. That's uh, U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Uh, hey, if you got a small animal, they're not feeling well, or if they are feeling well, you want to keep them that way, get them by Dr. Weber, have him check them out. Uh, I'm not only a friend, I am a customer. Uh, the late, great Blue Dog was there, and now my grand dog yes. is a patient at uh, a very satisfied customer of, of Dr. Weber. You can also reach out to us. Text line, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Also, especially for this summer, we're taking calls throughout the summer. Same number, 888-993-7762. Call and tell us we're right. Call and tell us we're wrong. And uh, Call we, and tell us we're crazy? Yeah, well, well, we know we're crazy. Okay, so I want to lead this one off. And, and again, we, we blend out. Right now it's a crazy time because nothing's going on in sports. Except the World Cup. Nothing's, Nothing's going, going on, on in sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although the, the John ra- Tabor just killed your mind. Although the ratings are, are really good. They are good. Which scares me yeah. because millennials are taking over. At any rate, we always talk about bad luck, good luck. Um, I, there's a little bit of both here. Okay. So it was a dude from Jersey that came home yesterday, right? And uh, came home. You know, he's married. He's got children. Came home to see his wife. He goes out into his garage, yes. and lo and behold, his wife is without um, a stitch. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can relate to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her car. And unfortunately, she has uh, she's passed away. Sans clothes. Sans clothes. Behind the wheel. No. In the passenger side? or I mean, No, keep going a little bit further back. She, she's in the, uh, the back of the car, the back seat. Deceased. And deceased. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically enough, she had, she had been having some car issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, also disrobed and deceased in the backseat of the car is the mechanic. Oh, oh, okay. Well, now, I thought uh, just in for tune-up, right? Uh, uh, I, I, so. I can't say that. At any no. rate. Uh, okay, well, she wa- wasn't by herself. No, she was not by herself. Okay, all right. And uh, apparently the two died of carbon monoxide poisoning while she was cheating on her husband. <coughs> they well, shut the garage down, the door to the garage, so they would not be disturbed. Oh, no, and they had the car go, because, you know, it's it's hot inside 
the, the, the air was running. The, the air was running. Sure. And uh, they passed. Was it the only thing? Of carbon monoxide. Carbon burden. monoxide. I've heard of that. So the windows obviously were were closed. Yes. Uh, well, it'd be no good if you had the windows down. Well, I mean, in the this, garage. At I mean, this point, w- does it make a difference? I mean, yeah, it would have made a difference. They would have not asphyxiated. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you talk about. Well, that's that's. Uh, I'm trying to say that's. What, what do you do if you're the husband? You're going. I'm sad, but I'm. I'm sad, but I'm. Well, I'm thinking I don't have to pay the car bill now. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, gee, I just paid the insurance on that that uh, vehicle, and you walk in and see that. That's a that's a stunner. That that'll stun you. Now, now imagine being the. Uh, being the funeral home that and the coroner that comes to that too, and they're going, uh, yeah, I've we haven't we haven't stuff. run across this one in a while. Uh, um, n- no truth to the fact that the guy was a World Cup fan, <laughs> mechanic, and he mm. was he was he was pulling for Brazil, and they just didn't quite make it. Well, that's uh, yeah. that's a great way to start the Wednesday uh, win- rainy Wednesday yeah, morning, like Terry. Right? Thank you. Uh, you know that was uh, interesting. I had another one that, uh, and I follow a lot of different Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. If you look at my Twitter account. I defy you to figure out if I am progressive, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, whatever. I follow a lot of people. I, I well, just, that's you're, you're, I know you have a very eclectic group I, of I friends. Like to, well, they're not even friends, a lot of them. I just like diversity of thought. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I actually, that's well, just. Well, that's, that's pretty diverse to start the morning with. So what else can you get? So anyway, the Baseball Coaches of America tweeted out yesterday. Uh, this, this is one of their organizations. And, and so I, I breathe put it on social media it's kind of funny uh travel ball is amazing to me players who want to get recruiting are jogging on and off the field complaining about the umpires not running out balls you want to get recruited show up and prepare like it's the seventh game of the world series that's what the college scouts and professionals want to see interesting um did you see what richie richie chimed in on our last little topic there yeah i saw that i was gonna bring that up later go ahead and okay. go ahead and throw it out there. uh richie richie chimes in at uh, touche richie um did he divorce her before he paid the funeral expenses uh he would have she unfortunately had retained gloria allred ahead of time so well they're actually having the funeral the services at sam's auto mechanic shop <laughs> indeed uh with the, hey, disc- with the discounted rate might i have brings a whole new definition of front end alignment now yes, doesn't it it, it does <laughs> yes. for sure uh Going into travel ball, though, and there's a lot of people that play this. I'm yes. telling you, please. And I just I laugh on my social media. I'm not hating on anybody. It just it's sort of amusing to me when I see four year olds out there with a cha- with a world championship uh, ring. How many do you have? I'm seven years old, and I have eight world championship rings. Really? Well, yeah. I had my mother was pregnant, uh, and <laughs> I, I wasn't was born utero. yet. I was in utero, but she was sitting on the bench, so they voted to give me a ring. Uh, <laughs> It happens. I, no, it uh, look. Believe I, me, it happens. There, there was one, and, and I actually knew the people, and the mom had tweeted. I mean, she was very sincere about it. It was gra- it's, it's so gratifying to see your son's lifelong dreams comes true as he won a national championship ring. Kid was like seven. You know, when I was seven, my lifelong dream was like probably, you know, I'd been through wetting the bed for like a couple years. I mean, it was at seven years old, my, my goal was to make it to double figures in ten. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, maybe to go out like on my bike by myself down the street. That was my wasn't a winner championship ring, and then they got all the pay. It's it's comical. It really is. Uh, it's sad. And then um, uh, Greg said, "Hey, some believe the fact that they're on a team, they're recruit worthy. You know, elite programs when they started, they were elite. I mean, you you had. I mean, you had a few of the 
the, the kids that, that they could fund it or whatever. But by and large, it was the best of the best of the best playing the other ones. Well, now it's just evolved into if you got the money, honey, I got the team. Yeah. And it, it works in basketball, baseball. We saw the basketball debacle this weekend in uh, in Georgia where they beat up the referee. And, again, referee was uh, – the skinny dude was uh, – was had a lot of culpability in it he squares up to the kid because you get referees with bad attitudes and then you take players with bad attitudes let me throw you this jamie this is what i wanted to get to i didn't want to get to the baseball part of this i just wanted to sort of set it up i think today and we see this in every level i think today what we've lost in sports is sportsmanship true you know, I think now everybody is all about winning, or they tell you it's all about winning. Talk to anybody. I'm all about winning. All I want to do is win. What do you practice and work out? Uh, all I want to do is win. Do you lift weights? All I want to do is win. And they tell people all they want to do is win. That's the only thing that matters. Well, winning is not the only thing that matters. And, and, and let me let me expand on that. I remember being a kid, and you would play games. Yeah, it's football, basketball, baseball. We didn't have competitive. I, I told you about my soccer experience when my dad almost killed me. Yes, I did. Uh, at any rate, and <laughs> I said a text. What do you want to tell you? Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. We played all the sports. Yes. When you lose, yes. you had to go shake hands with the people that just beat you. You didn't want to do it. You'd much rather hit them in the face with a baseball bat because you competed against them, right? But it taught you something that was bigger than the game. And I just remember that feeling. We had coaches say, look, if, if, if that makes you miserable, then you figure out what you need to do to be able to win and go shake their hand. Because that's great. When you're winning the game and you go shake the people you just beat, man, you're in a great mood. You're shaking hands. You're gay. Good game. Good game. You lost. You're like, yeah, good game. But we've lost the sportsmanship factor in athletics. It's become such a me, 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 look at me, look what I'm doing. And even if my team loses, wasn't my fault. You know, hey, it wasn't me. I did what I was supposed to. My teammates, and, and nobody exemplifies this more, I think, today of the, of the, quote, AAU mentality than, like, the LeVar Ball debacles going on. Uh, it's all about individual ahead of self. And I think we've lost that. Uh, in society, and I think you see, you know, we, we always talk about sports being reflective of society and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Society is reflective of sports. I think we see that now in society. It's all about the individual and how you feel as opposed to sometimes you just get beat, man. Sometimes somebody's better. Somebody somewhere is better than you. Doesn't mean you can't beat them, but you're going to have to work to do it. There's no pill you can take. Uh, well, maybe there are a couple pills you could take. But as a general rule, you're going to have to work harder than other people to develop that and still have some God-given ability. But we've lost, and, and, I, and, I listen, and I'm watching the stands, mm-hmm. you know, at these events that I go to. And I go to quite a few sporting events, youth and, and college and high school, whatever. Um, just the behavior in the stands, the parents yelling, uh, making it really personal, you know. There's there's nothing that says, "Hey, I'm a great sports fan," for like you know, like dog cursing some seven year old girl on the opposing team because she's pretty good and threw your kid out at first. Mm-hmm. And I think we we're missing that. That is a um, that is a component of sports 
that was one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, that it taught us is that you can win and you can lose, and you have to do so with equal grace on both sides of it. In class. Um, but there is hope. Um, not so much <laughs> – can't speak necessarily from the fan perspective because I do think that is uh, spiraling to something that's not good. However, that's one thing I've noticed about the World Cup that I have noticed. Uh, Number one is extreme patriotism on the part of the players. Uh, Take a note, NFL. These guys are, some of them are tearing up. Um, they're, They're very proud to be representing their country. Very proud to be from whether it be Senegal, Croatia, uh, Belgium, France, or whatever. There's a extreme patriotism in representing their country. They are proud and honored to do it. The second thing is the sportsmanship is after the games. There is the, the, the handshake. I like that about college basketball, the, N- the NCAA tournament. Everybody lines up, cues up, as they say in, in England. Everyone cues up behind one another and crosses and, and shakes hands. Uh, that never needs to be lost. In fact, it needs to be expanded upon um, because it's, you know, the fan bases are not uh, not reflective of that as much. And fans and, and parents as, as well. So take note. Take note of if you like me that don't know a lot about soccer, watch the World Cup in that respect, just if nothing else for the opening uh, tip-off, so to speak. And, and after the game as well, there is – Extreme patriotism, and there's extreme sportsmanship in soccer. Uh, so it is. They some some do call it, and John Tabor uh, calls it the beautiful sport, and it, it, in some respects, it really is. In that, res- uh, now the fans just go absolutely ballistic afterwards. But usually, usually they don't. Uh, you know, this has been pretty well out, outside. They do have a few. Uh, there there's some uh, adult beverages sometimes engaged in outside. I know that's hard to believe, but. Uh, God, I'd have to. I don't drink, but I'd, I'd start if I was But we have talked, really, to your point, we've talked a lot about this, about overbearing parents and coaches that just, you know, look, I mean, every weekend they're going here, they're going there, they're going everywhere in the hopes that your kid can get a $1,000 scholarship. I mean, it's, I, I don't know how to really approach, I mean, it's none of my, obviously they'll tell me it's none of my business, and it, it really isn't, but, I mean, it's good for the economy, I guess, um, but. Is it when is enough too much? We'll cover that and more when you return. I got a bunch of texts here to read, uh, several on my own phone. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Water, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's a man for you to give him a call today. 318 324 1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, back in a minute. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. 
Come share a slice with Johnny's Pizza House at our new location on Jonesboro Road in West Monroe. It's right next door to our old location, but now with plenty of parking to choose from. Stop by with your friends and family and dine with us in our new casual dining area. Don't have time to stay and visit with us? Not a problem. With our new no-wait grab-and-go menu, we can have you in and out in a matter of minutes. Just another way that Johnny's Pizza House can help share a slice with our customers. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Since 2006, we have proudly served Ruston and the surrounding communities with award-winning sales and service. We know people make the difference. Our staff is committed to friendly and competent service matched with fair and competitive prices. Service after the sale is delivered by our caring staff, backed by master mechanics working in a state-of-the-art facility. We generously support area charities, teams, and schools. Our drive for your school events have raised over $80,000 for local high schools. Let us show you the difference we can make and get a real Jim Taylor deal. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. I'm bad. And I'm better than ever. Got a knack for making things better. Face, face. Cause your opinion don't matter. This a maniac. It's gonna step on whomever. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor. If we can peel his eyes away from uh, the reruns of the World Cup. Wait, they play that today? Belgium and France. Today? Um, I think Belgium and France today. Are they going on right now, perhaps? No, um, Belgium and France was yesterday. France won, won France won one nil. Today, okay, so if France is good at something, the sport by definition can't. It be It looks that like good. that's going to be Coach Sherry's. Uh, yeah, he wants England and France in the finals. You got England. Uh, a new hundred years war would develop. Well, we have that's what that's England what and Croatia France. today. England and Croatia. Who's the favorite there, Tabor? France. Uh, you talking today's match? Yes. Uh on paper, probably Croatia slightly, but England's probably played. As well as anybody, it's fairly. I'd say it's probably a coin flip. 
Well, I can honestly tell you guys I'm probably going to watch as much of the World Cup today as I have in previous days. Well, you're a dirty American, and we know uh, that. Yeah, we, we got – you know, it's like being uh, for the 16th seed in the NCAA tournament. Pretty much, uh, as a general rule, after the first game, I'm done. Well, what about if, uh, if America was in it, though? Would if you... we're in it, I want to win it. Okay. But we've already had that discussion why we don't win in soccer. In Amer- on the well, we need to start because team. it would. But I'm t- it doesn't make any difference as far as the ratings are concerned. Yeah, the ratings are up, which is scary. Which is yeah, but I mean, uh, Coach Harry. I mean, he he obviously he was ecstatic that England had gotten to this uh, point, and he said he would buy everyone a pint in um, in Ruston if uh, England won. So I think he'll have a lot of takers on that, even even in Ruston. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got to tell this one. I've, I've had four people text me on my phone. So I'm like in I'm like in fifth or sixth grade, Jamie Fox, way back in the day, like shortly after the Civil War. Is this before or after you walked? You were miles? you were a senior by then. Yeah, you were. Yeah, in more ways than one. You, this way, you walked five miles back and forth in the snow. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah all that deal up and down a hill. And so we have a uh, and, and I'm in a local elementary school, and so I mean we have the big three: football, basketball, baseball, and even basketball wasn't as big then. Yeah. Uh, you know, we really have football, baseball, and then basketball was, was catching on. Mm-hmm. And so at any rate, uh, fifth or sixth grade, I can't remember which, we have a guy that came from France. We? The, we, the school. Oh, okay. The, right. and, and he's like a art teacher. So I don't know what he was, but he was, uh, it was a dude. And back in the day, you didn't have many males in elementary school positions. Mm-hmm. They were the principal mm-hmm. or the assistant principal, right? There, mm-hmm. weren't, there weren't any male teachers or very, very few. Uh, you know, at this point in time, because they did other stuff mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. Anyway, so we have this. He comes to all the classes, and he's going to teach all the kids for free, Jamie Fox, how to play soccer after school. And so he has the the, the old mimeograph sheets people used to sniff. Uh, he, he xeroxes all those things off and gives us a flyer, mm-hmm. uh, like scrawled on there. Free lessons. The dude was from France, mm-hmm. right? Free lessons in soccer after school, and it was just the boys. So he was a sexist, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the boys. So we're like, man, cool. We're gonna have somebody teach us. We didn't know what soccer was. It was but a yeah, ball. Being introduced we knew Pele was, but mm-hmm. we didn't know. You know, we're gonna get introduced to a new sport. So all the guys, we, we, we all take that home, and we're sitting around the dinner table because you know people back in the day used to eat dinner. Around the dinner table every night. That right? was that was kind of the thing to kind do. Kind of the thing to do. So I take this home to my dad. I'm fired up. I'm fourth, fifth grade, whatever it was. I'm young. And uh, give it to my dad. Hey, Dad, I want to learn to play soccer. And look, we got a guy that's going to teach us. For free. After school for free. My dad looked at me as he read it. And, Jamie, I don't know if you remember disappointment in your dad's face. Looking, I do. If I do. Yeah, had, that, was, that was the worst feeling in the world. If I told him I wanted to be a ballerina. <laughs> About the same? I got the same reaction. Piano lessons? No, no, no. Piano would have been, yeah, been okay. okay. Yeah, if I wanted to wear the tutu and, and take ballet, my dad could have not have looked at me in any more shame. Or disgust. Or disgust than when I wanted to learn soccer from a guy from France. Was it by chance Mr. Aubert? Mr. Aubert taught me French for no, a couple it was years. Mr. Andre. And he uh close enough. He um he wanted to teach us soccer too, and that, that I mean poor, poor thing, I think they ran him out of town after two years. But Mr. Aubert. Uh it, but now it's a different story. My dad, uh, Jamie, my I think they're playing in uh in, in outer Mon- you know, they're playing now soccer is in probably in Weston and 
Summerfield and Bernice. We probably have soccer fields now or something like that. So, well, I tell you, my, it's an my, international sport. It, it is. And when my dad looked at me like that, I knew to never, ever, ever, <laughs> under any circumstances, bring up soccer again. Bring up soccer again. Well, and see, so I go so back to school. Evolved, Jerry, is what so, you're so I go back yes. to school the next day. Yes. And like you know, I'm figuring out what I got to tell my friends now that I can't go. You know, after school. Uh, all my friends' fathers had the same reaction my dad did, and we never mentioned it again. So how I many got so actually no one ever showed up for Mister? Not, not that I know of. Andre's. Uh, all I, all I know lessons. is this guy wasn't, and my friends' fathers felt the same way my dad did, and uh, yeah, I think Mister Andre didn't last very much longer. Well, see now here's the thing. Now if you if that flyer goes out, you know you you got your parents you have to plunk out like six hundred bucks. Let, let me say this about soccer, and and I have my two youngest that played soccer. Okay, when they were little. Uh, to me, soccer, and I can't believe I'm saying this, for a very young kid, I think it's a great game. Simply because you got a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to have a very good skill set initially. They run around. They can be part of a team. They can run sportsmanship. Uh, I, I think it's great. My daughter and my youngest son played. Uh, my oldest son likes soccer. Of course, he's military like you, Tabor. And so I think you guys get a different slant of it when you're in different parts I think of the world. to it, yeah. But I think it's a great sport. I think the growth you're seeing in soccer now, uh, and again, you know what the biggest sport is for girls in the state of Texas and Florida and California? Soccer. No. Swimming. Volleyball. Really? Volleyball in is Texas? huge in Texas. Volleyball dwarfs softball and basketball in Texas. You're kidding. In number of participants. You know really? why? And they'll tell, they've done studies. Their dads don't know how to coach it. Puffy, he, he's not kidding. I've got a um, high school classmate of mine. She lives over in East Texas, and her daughter is over was just in London, in Paris, and is or going to London and in Paris and traveling Europe playing club volleyball. It's it blow your mind. Yeah, it's 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 enormous. And I, when I say enormous, you have no. If I were smart, which I'm not, never been accused of. Although if I start riding around in the cars with you, I might become smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would open a volleyball club here. Uh, seriously, I would open a volleyball club here and have 17, 16, 15, 40, all the way under. Hire people to coach that. They pay dues. They play uh, soft. Uh, excuse me, volleyball, and it's quick. That's the thing about it. It's a quick sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can play five, six matches a day if you. That's what you want to do. It goes through quickly. Volleyball is a head count sport in college. Um, you know, if you look at, uh, I don't know if ULM. I'm pretty, pretty sure only they have you, volleyball. Not only do they have volleyball, they got sand volleyball. They introduce sand volleyball. Yeah, that, that's beach a diff- volleyball. Yeah, that's yeah. a different deal. But it's a head count sport, which means those kids are getting full scholarships. Right. Uh, it is huge. Think, think what you think about softball in this area for girls. Multiply that by about a thousand, and that's the interest level you have in these bigger states for girls volleyball. It is enormous. It is enormous, and it's it's growing. And uh, here's what's kind of weird. And I think, of course, tech has tech and ULM. Of course, we have, they all struggle to to meet those Title IX requirements. And I think the the minimum sports you have to have at the D1 level is what 14, 15, maybe. Yep. So ULM, think about this. They've dropped men's soccer. They dropped soccer when I was in school. They dropped soccer, which was a very, which was very disappointing because the guy they had a something really special going on there. Jimmy, they, they lose money. They lost money, right? No, uh, no, they don't just lose. But they lose a buttload of. Look, you lose money in every sport, just about. Football will make some money because you have the television tie-in contract, perhaps, and the guarantees, uh, and and maybe, maybe not. I mean, baseball loses. Basketball is pretty much a break-even deal in most play. And I'm not just saying this. You the lower end of the spectrums. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the uh, the low end of FBS. 
sports, uh, you know, because you got to put the equity and athletics disclosure online. The ones that make it make a lot of it. Uh, a majority of them lose money. But the question is, if you lose money, it's a great reg- – you know, athletics is the front porch to your university or to your organization, right? College presidents hate to hear that. But it's it's the, the truth. truth. It's the truth. Alabama went from 16,000 students to in, 40. To 40. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think that football had anything to do with that? A lot of them, too, from out of state, Terry, because uh, uh, I, I knew the guy that was actually absolutely the president of the Alabama – and they started – he told me flat out, we're going after Texas, we're going after everybody, and it went from a small – and and there's no other question. Regional. Foot, it was a regional school. It was a regional university, and there's no question in my mind that football drove 90% of that. Yes, growth. absolutely. Yeah. The success of football at that institution, uh, time with the, the hiring of Nick Saban, it has been unprecedented in the growth and the, the – actually – the legacy forever of that institution. Mm-hmm. And so, very successful. You can parlay that in. Does that mean if you put billions in, you'll get that success? Probably not, because there's a lot of people that put a lot of money into football and get their uh, behinds kicked every year. And that's where you see coaches getting fired left and right. Bunch of texts running in. Uh, Sam, you're right. Lacrosse is also very, very big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just indeed. His athletic director, I was getting ready to add lacrosse at one point. Uh, yep, yeah, lots of different. And we'll talk about why these other sports are coming online so much yeah, when let's we return. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the Sports Philosophical Hour. This segment <laughs> brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley. We're reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause. That is Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. Peace of mind goes a long way when you have the number one rated gun safe, a Liberty gun safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $399. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty gun safe. Your outdoor superstore, Rustin. At First Guarantee Bank, we know what it takes to help businesses grow. Funds, precisely why we're making it easier than ever to afford a business loan. With fixed rates as low as 5.5% for five years, you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs. And we'll even pay third-party closing costs up to $7,500. Now that's banking the way you do business. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. New money only, all loans subject to underwriting, creditworthiness, and bank approval. Available while funds last. For more information, visit fgb.net. Are you drowning in debt? You need relief. Thank you for calling James Spivey, Debt Relief Specialist. Get debt relief today. Call James Spivey in West Monroe, 387-3666. Online at jspiveylaw.com. Take a deep breath. Everything will be all right. Relax. Bankruptcy isn't the end. It's a new beginning. Call today for a free case consultation. 387-3666. Online at jspiveylaw.com. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe, 355-8595. 
355-8595. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. Who has the cheapest prices around? It's Metal Mart in Monroe. Metal Mart now stocks Markdown seconds and thirds. You heard right. Metal Mart has seconds and thirds in stock, and they're marked down to the lowest prices. Don't pay more. Stop by Metal Mart, 5930 Frontage Road behind Sam's in Monroe, or call 343-3900. 343-3900. Check them out on Facebook at Metal Mart Monroe. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, the edge. The segment brought to you by our friends at Spinavel. Parent of the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with Spinavel gift certificate. 308-807-1060 Spinavel in Monroe. Uh, Richie likes watching college volleyball for professional reasons. Uh, Richie is appreciative of the uniforms in, in volleyball. Uh, Richie, good point. Um, absolutely. Uh, and if you like that, I uh, recommend you t- uh, change the channel to beach volleyball as well. Uh, those are uh, both, uh, uh, as you said, um, it doesn't cost a lot. What I'm trying to say is it doesn't cost a lot of money to fund volleyball. All right. HR. Um, all right. Our friend, Ed is, our friend Ed is going to like this one. Okay. I've got a local time. We're talking about volleyball, right? We are. And why it's growing and exploding in numbers. Uh, what was it? I think two years ago is the first time nationally mm-hmm. there were more total kids in high school that played volleyball, and this across the national landscape, than basketball. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, you remember Randy White that played for sure. Louisiana Tech? Played, played with the, the Mavericks for, for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, I sure did. Right. Uh, Michael White is her is his daughter, mm-hmm. six foot one, and you would think that uh, she'd be a really really good basketball player, in which fact she is. Her brother actually, RJ, is a starting center at UNC Greensboro, North okay. Carolina Greensboro. So Randy White, athletic kids. Randy White was a tremendous player at Louisiana Tech. Shreveport Huntington. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, they did an interview with uh, with Michael White. And a uh, young lady said, look, everybody assumed I was going to play basketball. She's 6'1", by the way. So in women's basketball standards, she's she's good size. Uh, she goes, when I was a kid, though, when I tried to show aggression in basketball, I just end up hurting the other players or I'd foul out. Uh, she goes, I also hated being touched. I'm a germ freak, so a sweaty person touching me freaked me out. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that's honesty. Um she said uh, within a week, though, she found another game, and she loves volleyball. And she goes, you can let all the aggression out. You don't have to touch anybody. It fired her competitive juices. And uh, to the point where Kathy DeBoer, who is a women's sports advocate, said there's a whole lot of girls out there who like being powerful, who like to be strong and assertive and aggressive, but they also like having a net in between them. And so she talked about um, – Basketball, having uh, 429,000 competitors uh, last year, according to the National Federation of High School Sports, uh, 
Volleyball had 432,000. So volleyball has added another 4,000 girls to those numbers. Basketball losing. Uh, if the numbers continue to go like that, it, it's going to be a, a pretty big deal. Uh, the volleyball coach at Texas, a guy named Jarrett Elliott, who is Texas among the, the, the premier people, and his quote was, there's been a huge African-American crossover into volleyball because the social norm now is to play volleyball where 10 to 15 years ago it was basketball. So the diversity appeal of volleyball is actually uh, is adding a lot. Um, you know, the referees are, are less a focal point of it. Uh, I love volleyball. I, I mean, I used to go to our matches all the time, even when I was at Southeastern, uh, when I was at Navarro, and certainly with Texas Wesleyan. Uh, you see where success is, and you have to be able to sustain that. Uh, basketball, and this is the same lady that was saying it, basketball is a hard sport to master. Unless you're willing to put in the time and effort and have a certain level of athleticism and hand-eye skills, you're not going to be successful at the higher level. You're going to be pushed out of the sport by the demands. Volleyball and lacrosse and soccer, the barriers are lower. So I think part of the thing, and I wanted to say that to say this, part of the deal, I think, so many of these other sports that are coming online is they're not predicated on just pure athleticism. There's so many sports now, uh, and you even look at basketball in this area, uh, high school-wise, so much of it is predicated on just pure, pure athleticism. You know, football, you have to have certain levels of skill and size depending on your position. I mean, you know, if you're at a 5A school, you could be the best 120-pound lineman in the world, and you're just, you know, you're going to be barred from being participating in, at that position because you simply don't have the innate ability and the size required to do that. Smaller schools, a little bit different gig. But if we go back, skill sets used to be so important. I think that's why so many people play baseball. And I'm going to make baseball guy mad when I say this, but it's the truth. In basketball and football, especially at the skill positions in football, you've got to have a certain level of athleticism combined with a certain level of skill, uh, intelligence, et cetera, it determines you know, your altitude. Baseball is a little different. Baseball, you don't have to be a great athlete. Have you seen some of the pitchers out there? They're horrific athletes, but their skill set is, is incredible. Same as golf. <coughs> now, if you're a great athlete and you have a great skill set, now you're something to behold. And I'll throw Derek Jeter, A-Rod, players like that that are unbelievable. Tiger Woods, unbelievable athlete, but also a supreme level of skill set. I think what they're saying in these other sports, from lacrosse to soccer to volleyball, you can get by. You can still outwork people. You know, no matter how hard I work, I'm not going to be 6'7". You can't work your way into being 6'7". That's true. Yeah. You know, you can work your way into having an unbelievable skill set. And so I think you're seeing a lot of these other – I think people want to participate in sports, but sometimes they're discouraged simply because they're not – and, you know, football, you have a lot more kids, so you can put a lot more out there. Basketball is pretty limited. You know, you're going to have 12, 12, 14 kids tops. Uh, you know, in a high school with 2,000 people, 1,000 of them are males. 12 to 14 is not that many, right? No, but I think also in, in, in what you've seen in, in um, you know, you've also seen the AAU influence in basketball as well. You've seen, uh, you know, coaches that maybe – shouldn't be as you mentioned the other day some of them actually you know they may have been let up in angola the day day before and now they're coaching aau basketball i think that kind of is a seedy influence that uh maybe a turn is starting to turn a lot of people off 
about basketball, which is unfortunate. But when the NCAA, look, when the NCAA is screwed up as that organization is, comes in and goes, hey, we got to get control of this. We got to get control. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, there's something wrong here. And uh, it does. And and I think it would be, you know, to the to the betterment of, of college basketball, which is a great sport. Jamie, we go back to the B culture, though. It's it's sportsmanship. Right. If you go to any of these, any sporting event now, and compare and contrast that with 10, 20, 30 years ago, now it's all about, you know, I never lose a game. And, and there are people like this. They're, they're perpetual victims. Mm-hmm. I never lose. I'm always cheated. I've Correct. never lost. Right. You, you got beat 30. I, I've never lost. Le- LeVar Ball, never lost. Well, what about yesterday? I don't count that. <laughs> never lost a game that I count. I mean, but that's the mentality you have. And I think, again, I'll go back to hit this point, And if I'm stepping on your toes, I'm intending to step on your toes. And, and I'm going to include myself in this. I think people want to be viewed as, well, that Jamie Foxx, man, he's all about winning. Mm-hmm. No matter what, Jamie Foxx wants to win. I think we want to see ourselves portrayed and viewed that way. Yes. Okay? Yes, we, absolutely. Uh, Walter's yeah. all about winning. Right. And at the end of the day, a lot of times it's not like that. You know, uh, you know and I'll give you LeBron to Los Angeles. If LeBron is all about winning, he's not going to the Lakers. Very good. Jamie's not going to the Lakers. No, no, right. He's going to the Celtics. Right. Or he's going to the Sixers. Or he's going to the Warriors. Right. You know, now is LeBron going to bring winning with him? Yes. But the the, the roster that's constructed as is now is no better than what the roster was in Cleveland that he got to the finals. The problem is now you got to go through the Rockets and the Warriors to get to the finals. And you're not going to beat, you might beat the Rockets, maybe, doubtful. But people want to be viewed as the ultimate winner. But you know it's it's like it's like stuff now in um, in high school. All right, all the high school football coaches have summer workouts, mm-hmm. right? Every I mean, you know, West Monroe has it. Sterling, everybody's got them, right? You got to. Well, depending on your commitment level, you know, do you make ten percent of them, twenty percent of them, fifty percent of them, eighty percent of them, ninety percent of them? Because when August and September rolls around. August and September and October is going to ask you what you did in June and July. What'd you do in June and July? I mean, did you sit up and eat Cheetos on the couch and play Fortnite? Or were you in there? And look, working is no fun. We go to work. All right. You don't go to fun. Right. You go to work. work. It's called called work. And teaching those work habits and those work ethics, there's nobody better than the the high school football guys in the weight room. And, you know, and, and I'm just the ones that I know from, from Casey Sanders to, to to Daniel Bristow to Billy Bell, Scott Lee, all those cats instill that value. And, and there's a lot of others out there, and if I didn't say your name, please forgive me. Uh, but they instill values and work ethic in those kids that, frankly, sometimes they don't have. You know, they sim- nobody wants to go do that. A few people do. This day and time, nobody wants to get out of their comfort zone. No, not only do they not want to get out of their comfort zone, but it is um, – you mentioned earlier, too, Terry, about we, we whether it was the big three as we knew it back then, you played everything. You played everything, right? You, you, you played – believe it or not, I even played basketball for a couple of years. I didn't say I played well. I just said I played. Where's LeVar Ball's number? I got a JBA tryout for you. Well – You're guarding LaMelo. I don't think I was that good. But you know, obviously, you don't have to be. That no, good. I, you, you, I wasn't. I mean, I was absolutely pathetic. 
And, and honestly, I was pathetic at pretty much everything, football, basketball, baseball, not very, very good, but I tried. And they didn't have – it was a small school, so, I mean, if you if you had a pulse, they wanted you out there. So I tried. So where, where are we, as you're saying now, where, let's get back to the beginning of where we started. I mean, have we – have we lost sportsmanship in this country? Have we lost uh, focus on, you know, sports are, are evolving differently now? We have different, uh, like volleyball, for example, are taking. Soccer is starting to take the world stage. Um, but I don't think, it, 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 I hate to use this expression because at the end of the day, um, it's still about what you still want to instill. Whatever sports you're talking about, you still want to instill sportsmanship. You still want to instill class. Win and lose with dignity and class, right? Yep. 68 just uh, sent me a great text, and I want to talk about that um, on the next, uh, on this last segment. Uh, outstanding and, and very, uh, very uh, far reaching text. We'll cover that in a minute. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, you're not going to want to miss this next segment as we close down the edge on the 10th of July, 2018. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We're brought to you, as always, by the good Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. The edge concludes in momento. Our summer clearance event is going on now at Vernon Dodge in Ruston where you can get cool deals to beat the heat. Save $10,000 off MSRP on 18 Ram Crew Bighorn. Save $11,500 off MSRP on 18 Ram Crew Laramie. Or get an 18-1500 quad cab tradesman for only $24,900. You'll even save $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Charger SXT Plus or $5,000 off on 18 Charger 392 during the summer clearance event at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. Paid announcer dramatization. Your order, sir. You know what would really hit the spot? What's that? Getting T-boned at an intersection. Said no one ever. If your plans have been drastically changed due to someone else's negligence, call Campbell House and Cummins in Monroe. Wade House knows personal injury law, and he'll work tirelessly to help you get back on track. To schedule a free consultation, visit 318law.com. Campbell House and Cummins, helping people. It's what we do. Are things just not working out with your bank? Tired of high fees and zero rewards? Let's be honest, you deserve better. At La Capital Federal Credit Union, you're a member, not a number. You can earn huge dividends on monthly balances and have access to ridiculously low loan interest rates. After all, you work hard for your money. Shouldn't your money work hard for you too? It's time to say bye to banks and hello to La Capital Federal Credit Union. Become a member today at hellolacap.com. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. On sale now, a brand new three-bedroom, two-bath home for only $32,995. Or how about a brand new four-bedroom double-wide for only $58,995. All homes include delivery up to 150 miles at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. 
Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor. Um, former pro athlete, Jamie Foxx. Former pro athlete. Not to be con- I told somebody one time, you know, my co-host is Jamie Foxx. like, dude, really? Can you give me an autograph? I'm like, yeah, that, that won't be a problem. Um. Most of them, most of them are extremely disappointed. Uh, you know, it's like I even say, you know, people start laughing. I said, "Well, it's are you were expecting Michael Jordan, perhaps? I mean, are you were equally as disappointed." But I spell mine with one less X and a whole lot less zeros um, in the paycheck. But that's okay. Um, and I'm a proud. I mean, how 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 much shorter than Michael Jordan would you say I am? A foot. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Well, this is this is why I come here every day, Terry, for daily affirmation. Okay, so I got a friend of mine that sends me a text, and this guy I will tell you is, is knowledgeable. Um, I think we differ on some things, but that's okay. Most of my, my people I differ with, and so he said, "Okay, so you just said that. All right, Walter, you said that football and basketball players are better athletes than baseball players. Yes, I did. As a general rule, especially the higher level you get, there has to be athleticism involved." Uh, baseball, you don't necessarily have to have the athleticism. It helps, but basketball and football, there's a certain level of athleticism involved, especially in the skill positions with, uh, with with football. Right. He goes, further, he goes, could you also say baseball players tend to be smarter, have higher graduation rates, and are arrested less than football or basketball players? All right. This is a sociological dissertation. Uh, let me let me take this. Uh, can you say baseball players tend to be smarter? I think that the grades for baseball players, and I, and I can speak as a college administrator, the aggregate grades for college baseball prospects is compared to average grades, ACT scores, cores, et cetera, for basketball and football players are, are different. Baseball is going to have a higher academic performance than football or basketball. And golf is going to have a significantly higher academic performance than baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we you, you know you get into football and basketball, and let's let's call it what it is. Uh, football and basketball kids, you're going to have a large percentage of first-time students going to school. Uh, a large percentage of those are going to be African American, and so the educational opportunities, et cetera, and we could go into a sociological sociological dissertation. They're not going to have as high academic scores as, as other sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, lacrosse, you're going to be through the roof in, in some of these more affluent level sports. You know, we got into why. Well, yeah, because one of the best lacrosse teams is John Hopkins. Right. Last and, time I checked, it took a little bit of a high GPA to get in there. Right. They're not They're not getting John Hopkins or Duke lacrosse. Or that's probably a misnomer. Uh, if they still have lacrosse, they've added again. You know, you're not getting – um, admissions, provisional admissions for the lacrosse players. 
you're getting provisional admissions for basketball and football. And again, they're trying to equate everything out. And you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into all that of, of what should happen and what shouldn't happen. Do they have higher graduation rates? Yes, they absolutely do because they're starting ahead of the game. You know, for whatever reason, academically, they're going to be. And look, I was a junior college coach, so I understand this. And a lot of kids that go to college, especially junior college kids, they can't make it. Uh, they don't have the academic performance to go to, to a Division One school. I talked to two kids a couple weeks ago, trying to explain to both of them, like, look, man, here's the deal. You don't have the academics to get into it. Yeah, but I'm really good. It doesn't matter. Your option is junior college or you go sit out and walk on somewhere. And walking on is very difficult. A lot of people there. I'll just go walk on at LSU, dude. It doesn't work quite as way you think it does. <laughs> good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck because you're gonna have to beat somebody on scholarship out, and most of the time that's not even good enough in football or basketball because now the assistant coaches who do the recruiting have to listen to people going, well, you know, we pay you to be an assistant coach and a recruiter. A dude off the street just came and beat out the guys that we're paying to go to school here that you recruited. So how good a recruiter could you really be? Well, you still have to have the grades in this instance. But nowadays, Terry, you'll get, you get what's called a preferred walk-on where the coaches actually say, hey, we don't, have, we don't have a scholarship for you, but we think you're good enough if you will walk on to our program. Those, so you, you've really got to try to beat those guys out too. Right. So that, that's a lot of equivalency sports they right, do that in. Right. Uh, football, basketball, you see it. Mm-hmm. it. It doesn't happen that often. Uh, but, you know, the days of, you know, I was a walk-on and I washed the clothes and I did all this, and now all of a sudden I'm starting an NCAA title game. Yeah, those, those days are over uh, for the most part. Not that you don't have, you know, every blue moon or something, something goes on. But, you know, higher graduation rates, yes. Are they arrested less? Football is going to have the highest arrest rate of any collegiate sport ever. And let me tell you why. Numbers, too. There's more of them. Right, a ton more. Right. Let, 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 me, let me give you a stat here. Sit down for this one because this is going to fry you. There are more Chinese people arrested in China than any other group. No. Yeah. There's more Chinese people get arrested in China than, than any other group. So and, there, There's more English people that get arrested in England than any other group. What was the – if we were to look at numbers, how many would you say – let's just stick with Division One or FBS – how many players would you think are playing at FBS schools across the country? Over 3,000, 4,000? I mean, oh, how God, many? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Easily? You've you got 100 and something, uh, 100, what, 135 schools. Well, you can have, you can at, have 85 at schools. At 100 apiece. Some walk-ons. Yeah. I mean, you know. 10,000, something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, so the numbers indicate that's going to happen. The numbers are going to reflect. If I have any population of 50,000 people, yeah. uh, the numbers from the FBI and everywhere else can tell you, okay, you're typically going to have X number of drug issues, X number of break-ins, X number of robberies, X number of bre- – it's statistical analysis. Mm-hmm. And in any given population, um, you're, you're going to see that. And, you know, football is going to have more because you got more, mm-hmm. Right. The golf team is going to have less than uh, others because there's fewer of them. There's a other bunch of sociological factors to throw in there, but by and large, uh, that's that's pretty much the truth. It is, and it, it does become now. You've got the, uh, uh, you know, you still have the issue with uh, Title IX, you know, playing playing a role in all of that. Um, how much, and maybe that's why. Sports like volleyball are starting to gain in uh, in popularity because the the numbers are starting to support that. And 
schools have a way of evolving to to meet that as time goes on. Some sports have been dropped. I can remember as a small child going out and watching uh, ULM had a gymnastics team. Uh, they probably dropped over the last, and I'm, I'm not saying this is a negative. I think they're evolved. Uh, they probably dropped five or six sports over the last 40 years because they couldn't. Look, they don't and have. And because the, of Title IX, and, and they're not the only ones. Jamie, they don't have the money, and, and majority of schools don't. I mean, yeah. the Power Five conferences. Ted's evolved. They have to. Yeah. I mean, the dinosaurs didn't evolve. Right. And it didn't work out so well for them. You've got to, you know, and everybody's, well, they, it shouldn't all be about revenue. Well, you're right, but the problem is the revenue is what funds it for everyone else. The football team, if you're ULM and your football team is going to play Auburn and Alabama and Florida State, that guarantee money that they're getting. It's huge. Uh, most of that's going to the black, and that's not just ULM. It's anybody that's a non-big-time Power 5 school. They're, they're called guarantee games for a reason. I used to schedule them. Uh, believe me, I understand what that is. You're guaranteed pretty much to lose it. But men's basketball and football are the only two sports that really pay big, big guarantee money. And you float the rest of the athletic programs on that. Do you really think, um, okay, take any school not named LSU or even Lafayette. I'll throw Lafayette out there as well. Take them out of the, the – is there any school in the state of Louisiana – that's funding their programs off ticket sales. I, and I, I'm not being crazy. I'm just telling. But if you go look at that anywhere, Texas is not fun. Alabama is not funding their programs off ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Just the money that they're spending and the money that for the ticket sales. The ticket sales are, you know, it's like having a big boat full of water. And you got a you got a pail and you're you're dipping you know that that ain't what's going to bail the water out the boat. It's going to help some if you get enough, but it's that big huge hose that comes in and sucks all the water. That's what keeps your boat floating. Well, let's 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 use uh, Tech and, and ULM as an example. I mean, they've got I mean ULM's giddy this year because I think they're but the A and M and Ole Miss games they're gonna they're gonna gross over about two two and a half million in guarantees. Okay. Um. That's phenomenal. And those who who complain and moan and bitch about, hey, why are they playing all these? You can't. Why do they? Well, be a hell, heck of a difference if Tech and ULM had thirty thousand people in the stands every Saturday. Be a huge. Difference. You wouldn't have to do that as much. You prostitute until, yourself. It's what you do until they start selling out. Both and that's we push this. I mean, on this this network, both in Tech and and Graham, we don't care. If your team is at home, we'd love to see you. Yeah, go, go, go see the see, game. Go see the yeah. game because it makes a huge difference from a revenue standpoint. And uh, So it goes back to the old adage, and we've yeah. got to get out of here. Uh, you got a fireplace, yeah. and you tell the fireplace, hey, you give me heat, I'll put more wood in. Right. Well, you, you got to put wood in before the fire burns. Nope, nope. You give me heat, I'll put wood in. And so that's the, the question. And so these a lot of these schools across the country have a – man, it is a – a juggling act that you don't want any part of. Uh, the general public doesn't see that, and that's sort of by design. A lot of stuff we got into today, Jamie. It's pretty interesting. Uh, started out with our Tony Soprano-like guy finding his wife, uh, now deceased. 
You know, that'd be a good bar opening day. Hey, man, uh, you divorced? Well, not exactly, my wife. Well, I think we ought to start tomorrow's show with a, with an update on that, but uh, the maybe not. Zippy's Mechanic Shop. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. At any rate, you've been listening to The Edge. Why, I'm not really sure, but we appreciate you doing that. Sure. Thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, GB Cooley, uh, our friends at Spa Nivelle. Uh, who else did I miss? Bob, uh, Mr. Bobby Manning and Dr. David Weber, North Monroe, Animal, yeah, North Monroe yeah. Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165. North. In-